0: If you stop and think about everything happening here in the good old U.S. of A., you might believe that there are only two sides to every story. Actually, there are many more sides. At last count, there were over 327 million sides to our American story. On this program, we'll take a look at different stories from a different point of view. Mine. Hopefully, after listening, absorbing, and actually thinking about what you hear, it might just become your point of view as well. I'm Steve, and this is The Truth Hurts. Are you bored at home, nothing to do all day? Well, here's one productive thing you can do, which will actually protect you and make life easier if an actual disaster does hit. Make your home insurance preparation kit today. Amid the coronavirus panic, life aside COVID-19 does go on, and that means one very important thing. On June 1st this year, the same as every year, the Atlantic hurricane season begins. Climate scientists are pretty much in agreement that 2020 is expected to be an above-average hurricane season, with some predicting 20 or even more named storms and more major systems expected than in a normal season. Residents along the Gulf Coast and the Atlantic shores of the U.S. should be preparing now. Aside from the obvious canned food, bottled water, flashlight batteries, there's something you can do now that doesn't cost anything to prepare for the possibility that your home could become damaged if a hurricane hits. Now, this advice is also good for every single American even those away from hurricane areas because you can use this same preparation for tornadoes, fires, floods, earthquakes and a plethora of other potential disasters that could damage or completely destroy your home. This is a half-day project and it will bring you peace of mind in the event of a disaster. Remember, it's simple and it's free. As a licensed and certified damage assessor, appraiser, umpire and insurance adjuster, I've spent the better part of the last 30 plus years working with damage insurance claims in one form or another. From a major truck rental company to automotive dealerships to homeowners and commercial property insurance companies, I've made my living documenting and estimating damage claims in the United States, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Germany, Denmark, pretty much Anywhere, there's insurance. I can tell you from first-hand experience that the insured client who is prepared for a disaster will always have an easier time settling a claim than one who has done no preparation at all. When your home experiences a disaster like hurricane, tornado, fire, flood, earthquake, tsunami, it doesn't matter. You will most likely file an insurance claim with your homeowner's, commercial, or renter's insurance company they will send out an adjuster to survey and record the damages. Now remember, depending upon the size of the disaster, that insurance adjuster could potentially have dozens if not hundreds of insurance claims to inspect, to document, to photograph, to estimate and to settle. This means it is very likely that the adjuster who comes to your home will be in a hurry and miss a bunch of things. Everything he or she misses will cost you money, big money. Now, even though it's not your job, you can do something to protect your assets, to assist the insurance adjuster in a thorough assessment of your damages, and make sure the entire process of filing and settling a damage claim go smoothly. And here's what you need. It's a big list, so get ready. You probably have these things, a digital camera, a pen, and paper. That's it. Huge list, right? So here's what you do. Get your digital camera. Walk out of the front door of your home all the way to the street. Take a photograph of the entire front of your home's exterior showing the left side and the right side, the top of the roof, and the bottom of the house at the ground. Now slowly walk around to the right front corner and take a picture. Then the right side. Then the right rear corner. Then the rear of the house. Then the left rear corner. Get the picture. We're making a big circle around your house and taking pictures flat on each side and the corner of each corner of your dwelling. Now that you've gone around in a complete circle, you have documented evidence of what your home looks like today from the outside. Next, walk up towards the front entry door and take a picture of that closed door. Take a picture of your street address number. Now open the door and take a picture of how it looks to walk inside. Pretend you're showing off your home to an out of town relative. You're proud of it. You want to show them what it looks like. Now carefully go through each room of your home and take photographs of each room. Let's start in the living room. Take an overview picture of that entire room from one corner. Then walk to the other corner and take a picture looking back at the direction you just came from. I personally try to take one from each corner to make sure I snap a photo of everything in the room. You can turn your camera vertically sideways, to take a few shots showing the floor, wall, and ceiling all in one picture. This would give you an adjuster a quick reference as to what kind of floor covering you have, what type of baseboards, wall trim, doors, windows, wall coverings, crown molding, ceiling materials, and the lights, the lighting that you have. It also shows the type of furniture and the other items in the room. Now this is needed for the adjuster to use as proof of the things you would be claiming on an insurance claim. After the living room, Move through the home in a logical order as if you were showing it off to HGTV or to Aunt Ida in another state. Go from the living room into the next logical room, let's say the kitchen. Provide close-up photographs of the cabinets and the countertops. Open the drawers and take photos of what's inside the drawers. Open the cabinets and take photos of what is inside the cabinets. It's also important to establish for your adjuster the quality of the items you are claiming. You might have very high-end custom cabinets and granite countertops. Open a drawer, open a cabinet, photograph the hinges, the types of drawer slides. Take a close-up of an open drawer to detail the level of craftsmanship. Are they just nailed together? Are they glued? Are they dovetailed photograph each and every appliance item along with its model number and serial number ID tag this will prove to the adjuster the year the make the model the serial number so you don't get paid for a basic model when you have the deluxe model for example open each cabinet drawer and cubby and take a picture of all the stuff you have in there remember All of those cup holders and forks and knives and potato peelers and all the items you have in those drawers cost you money at some point in your life. And if they're destroyed, you will want to be paid for them. Do the same type of pattern photographing every room, hallway, and closet. Be detailed. These are digital pictures. They don't cost you anything. It's not like you have to run down to the photo mat to get them developed. After you've taken all the photographs of each room, you're done with step one. Just remember that those dresser drawers, those closets, those boxes in those closets, those file cabinet drawers, they all have stuff in them and that stuff was not free. Let's move on to step two. It begins with a pen and paper. Or a good spreadsheet program like uh, Microsoft Excel and either a computer or a tablet device. Go room by room, drawer by drawer, and now make a complete list of everything you own. Start with the largest item and then move to the smallest. In the living room, for example, your list would start with the largest item and move to the smallest. Item one, sofa, Broyhill, leather, eight-foot sleeper. Second item, love seat, Broyhill, leather. Third item, rocker recliner, Broyhill. Entertainment center, craft made, six-foot high with glass drawers, glass doors and six drawers. Coffee table, Ashley, five feet long, four drawers. Next item, end tables, two, Ashley Furniture Company, single drawer, solid wood. Next, Lamps, Lightcraft, brushed nickel, three each. Area Rug, Standard Rug Corporation, eight foot by ten foot. Television, LG, 60 inch LCD smart TV with remote. Model, LG12345. Serial number, 85854. The DVD player, Sony, model 34567, serial number 86543, with remote. Blanket, my little pony. This knick-knack, that photograph, this vase, that portrait, be detailed. Every item had a price. You paid something for that item, and if it were destroyed, you would want to be paid to replace that item. Remember, if you don't photograph it, you don't write it down, the adjuster doesn't have to pay for it because the burden of proof per your insurance contract is always upon you the policyholder. It says so right there in the policy. Now go room to room and do the same thing detailed listings. Don't forget the closets, the cubbies, the file cabinet drawers. How much money is sitting in your pantry alone? Not only the food but the food processor, the electric knife, the salad shooter, that extra toaster. The blender, the pasta maker, the bread baker, the omelet buddy, this, all the things you bought, you're going to want to be paid for them if they get destroyed. After all, you spent your money on them and you spent money on insurance premiums, so you might as well get what you have coming to you. Even if an item's been sitting in the bottom of a cabinet for 10 years, it still has a value. If your house burned to the ground today, and you came home to an empty slab. Your adjuster, who does not live there, cannot possibly know what you had. Remember, it is your responsibility to prove what you had to your insurance company. Now, yes, they would love receipts, invoices, credit card statements, canceled checks, and bank statements, but guess what? Those items were probably destroyed in the fire. But having the list and having the photographs that I just described are invaluable to an adjuster. So that takes us to step 3. Without step 3 you've just wasted half a day on step 1 and step 2. Very simple is step 3. Put those photographs and the list onto a thumb drive or a CD or a DVD or some type of electronic media Or you can print them out, but that's expensive. I have thumb drives. They go into the USB port of a computer, and voila. Anyone can read them that has that thumb drive. Make at least three copies. I've made five. You send one to your mother, one to your mother-in-law, one goes in your safety deposit box, one goes to a trusted friend or relative in another state, And one goes in your go bag. Now, if you don't have a safety deposit box, it's no big deal. Send another copy to a different relative or a different friend in a different state. Why a different state, you ask? Well, because if you needed it to, if you sent it, for example, to a neighbor across the street or in the same city, even, and they also get wiped out by a hurricane, there goes your copy. So send it to someone in another state. And that way, if you do have to file an insurance claim, it's pretty simple for them to send it right back to you. You can also upload it to the invisible entity known as the cloud. Now, if you don't have a go bag, why not? And what is a go bag? If you've ever watched TV's The Big Bang Theory, you know that Dr. Sheldon Cooper has an emergency go bag for just about any type of disaster, and you should too. I personally use a watertight plastic file container It's filled with all of my important papers, the deed to the house, the title to the cars, or the boat, or the RV, the family member's birth certificates, and any other important records, medical information, diplomas, high school records, college transcripts, insurance policies, licenses, and documents, personal photos that you just can't live without, and the photos and lists that you just made you know, the completed documentation we just discussed in this program. It's called a go box or a go bag because it's the first thing that should go in your car if you have to evacuate. I call mine the blue caddy. It's what my go box is named and everyone in the house knows that it is the one thing other than living creatures that must go into the car prior to leaving for evacuation. If the adjuster is in a hurry and hastily completes a damage estimate on your home and calls your baseboards painted 3-inch baseboards when they're actually decorative, ornate 6-inch stain-grade baseboards, that could mean the difference of hundreds of dollars on your insurance settlement. If he calls your kitchen cabinets builder's grade when they're actually custom solid wood cabinets, the difference could be thousands of dollars. If he writes the estimate for 8-inch, excuse me, 8-foot-high walls, and your walls are actually 10 feet high, there's another thousand or so dollars per room. If he only writes the big stuff he sees, like the sofa, the love seat, the entertainment center, and he misses the TV, the remotes, the knickknacks, the wax and all the other little stuff, even more hundreds or even more thousands of dollars per room might be missing from your estimate. So, Now that you're thinking about hurricane season, which is only a couple of weeks away, now that you're home watching reruns of shows you've seen dozens of times, or worse, you're sitting home watching the so-called news and depressing yourself, consider taking half a day and do what I'm suggesting. Trust me, if a hurricane or earthquake or flood or fire or tornado or chemical plant explosion or any other disaster happens to your home this year, you will be thanking old Steve for having suggested this fun-filled task, I promise you. You will thank you, your adjuster will thank you, but most importantly, your wallet will thank you. And when you buy something new, remember to keep the receipt, photograph the item so that you have proof. And it's always important to redo your entire list once a year. I recommend somewhere around the beginning of hurricane season, because throughout the course of a year, you've likely acquired more stuff. All right, that's my ranting for today. There's always a benefit to stirring the pot, a benefit to all sides. One benefit is you might just learn something. Hopefully today you did. Another benefit is I too may learn something. Agitators, those who carry big spoons for stirring pots are the ones most likely to benefit from stirring pots. In this series, I give you my opinion You can either agree or disagree. But remember in the end, folks, the truth hurts.